Hello and welcome to another week of ZTG Newsburst. I am your host, John, joined by two colleagues today. Uh, first off, our usual haunt, uh, Drew. How are you doing? Doing fantastic. And we've got Mr. Dirty himself, Brams, joining us once again. Hey, how's everybody going? Very good. All good. All good. Good, um, good. You guys been up to much? I, no, I, I mean... Yeah, a little bit, I guess. I, a bunch of family How are you getting stuff. on with your epic RPG slog? My epic RPG slog? Yeah, didn't you have loads of RPGs today? I finished all those. Um, oh, fuck it. Yeah, I just chewed them out. No, oh, no I, worries. I mean, I, I had to, you know, I had to knock out reviews for them, but yeah, I finished those up and um, got really big into the Ragnarok Odyssey Ace. Is that on the Vita? It, it's, it was originally on the Vita, then they made a uh, kind of like a extended version of it, uh, and it just came out on the PS3 and the Vita, um, and that's the one I reviewed. Uh, added what is it? It's basically it's kind of like a Monster Hunter game, uh, but, uh, okay. but very actiony, very very actiony. Feels kind of like if you if you played Devil May Cry, but in a Monster Hunter setting. So it's you know, it's, so is it is like a beat 'em up. You're not beat 'em up. Uh, uh, hack and slash kind of. Yeah, it's a lot like a hack and hard slash, hard. depending on the character that you, or the class that you use. You can change classes whenever you want to, and it's all about killing a bunch of things, getting a lot of materials, making better equipment, and uh, taking on these giant bosses. And some of the boss fights are really fun in that game. Oh, well, sounds interesting. If I'm not into Monster Hunter too much, it confuses me. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, what about you, Bram? You been up to anything? Uh, I got back into Diablo. I, I did the uh, new Reaper of Souls expansion, and uh, I, I, they pulled me back in. I really love that game. Yeah, that's that's, that's sold a lot as well, hasn't it? Two point seven million this week they announced. That's a fucking I, lot. That's a huge. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a ton. They rebalanced yeah, uh, the game. Yeah, they really did. The loot system's awesome. I mean, I got legendary weapons now. You know, I just play in after an hour. Well, so I know really- that they've. Um, uh, they've added an adventure mode, haven't they, for people just to get t- stuck into? So yeah, you have to. to I think popular. you have to finish. I think you have to finish Act Five, which is the expansion act, and uh, until the adventure mode opens up, I believe yeah. that's what I heard. But yeah. they, everybody's saying it's like a whole nother game. See, I'm waiting so. for the PS4 version. I don't know how long I'll be waiting for that. I would like to think summer, so June, July time wouldn't be um, out of the question. And I think they asked them about one of the sites asked them about it, and they said it's it's not as far away as you think. So fingers crossed. I'm I'm looking to get back into that, and yeah, um, I'm looking to see what it looks like on the PS4. Yeah, unfortunately, Blizzard's going to release it when they're done with it. So, yeah. So they don't put dates on. So. Yeah, well, that's a good thing in a way. I'd rather it. I'd rather wait a couple of months and it be great as opposed to early and it stinks. But all signs point to the good, so um, I'll quite yeah. happily wait. I've got enough to, enough shit to play. To be fair. Yeah, and I think Blizzard. I mean, they also uh, you know they polish everything before they release it. They don't rush to release. This is, so this is I think whatever true. you know, whenever they release it, it's going to be stellar. So yeah, I have no doubt about that. Well, myself, I, I have I played a little bit, and I'm finally going to get back on the show on Sunday, so I can talk in full about what I've been playing. But uh, I finished yeah. up Infamous, which um, uh, was brilliant. Um, it's my favourite of the three. Uh, the ending, the, well, the, not just the ending, the story, I thought was well paced and and more thought out than the other t- uh, the previous two. It seemed like more of a human story. As a, uh, the first two were. 
kind of um it was about a man who gained powers fighting the you know the beast that was coming and they were interesting and the gameplay was great uh, this was more of a human story dealing with like a world where you have these conduits and how that world reacts and whether rightly or wrongly w what you can do to change that and i thought it was absolutely brilliant um currently gonna well currently going through expert on evil and oh, it okay. does change the story um even straight from the beginning the, the decisions you make change the way people react around you and how the cutscenes go and the dialogue it's all you know it changes so it's not just a, a cosmetic thing red or blue it's um you know your closest friends will react differently to you and it brings out a different side of the story um so that that's cool and i also so it's, tried... a, um, so it's a two playthrough game then right yeah, essentially. I mean, if you want to That's try and plan a bit, yes, you have to play through, through both sides. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, I always play through the good ending because that's the way that I play it, and I That's by the sounds of it, that's the way uh, Sucker Punch want that story to go. That's the canon, the good side. Uh, but there is just as much fun uh, doing it evil. I haven't powered up enough to see the effects of the different powers you get when you take the evil route but the story you know beats definitely change and it's also easier to do an expert because you haven't got to worry about civilians so much when you're evil because that just adds to your evil karma killing them so um yeah it's 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 tough it's tough on expert it really is so i'll, I'll probably take me a while i'll probably something i dip into and out of uh, every so often um and yeah, I also tried the beta number two of Final Fantasy Online. Um, oh. I'm not, I'm not sure what to feel about that. It's, it looks really nice, really, really nice on the PS4. I'm quite surprised at how good that looks. Um, they've definitely made some great changes to the second part of the beta. Um, character creation has been changed um, for the better so it's a little bit more streamlined which is I think nicer but I'm still struggling with the map on that game it's not great at telling you where to go so I've I've got a couple of missions that I've I've got to do these are sort of starter things trying to get your feel around the, the city that you you start off in and one of them is you have these, um, I can't remember what they're called, but there's these crystals that you touch. And once you activate them, you can then warp fast travel to them. And one of the missions is to find all of them in the city. Um, but it's really difficult, and the, the, the map doesn't allow you to waypoint. It doesn't send you in the direction of where you need to go. And yeah, it's that. a big world. And I would, yeah. it would be so much better. I mean, you can bring up a, a map. You've got a map, like a um, a small map on the right, uh, top right, which kind of shows you your immediate surroundings. And uh, you can, with the press of this, zoom in and out of. But I mean, that's better. But it still doesn't show you where you need to go, and it covers up a quarter of the screen and you want to get rid of that because you want to see your surroundings yeah, so there's, I'm kind of I'm kind of um, I don't know whether it's because I want to get into an MMO um, 
You know, you know what know I'm going to say. That might be the one. <laughs> Guild Wars 2? Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> no, I want to get in... All right, let me explain. Let me rephrase that. I want to get into a, an MMO on my console. Okay. Um, and there are obviously very few to choose from. In fact, there are just two, and one of them isn't even out yet. Um, I like the world of Final Fantasy, and as I say, it looks gorgeous. But the other option is the Elder Scrolls. Now, that's not out yet. It's not going to look as good as Final Fantasy. It just isn't. It's Bethesda. It's gonna be. It's gonna have that Bethesda, Bethesda sh- um, you know, gank. Yeah, like Skyrim. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's not a bad thing. It's a, it's kind of unique to to, to those uh, Skyrim and Fallout games, and it's it's got its charms. The trailers look phenomenal for that. I wish that was the, the gameplay they should. Yeah, that CG is that's I mean, a problem. And I know. <laughs> isn't it out? It's out on, on, it's out on PC. Oh, on PC. Yeah, it came out Friday, oh, yesterday. Okay. There's no there's no release date for the console version, so um, oh, you would like to think they would hurry that up, because they don't... I mean, if you think about it, it any market and they have to do, they'd have to do twice if they're too far apart. Wow. So they I'd like to think it's made... They, they they doing tons of advertising. You can't go on a gaming site without seeing Elder Scrolls in the background. Oh, yeah. I'm currently looking at I mean, a gaming site with Elder Scrolls on the background. So, it's yeah, you're absolutely right. But uh, I want to see a gameplay trailer is what I want to see. You know, these CGI's look awesome, but, you know, I want to see gameplay is. I'm going to spend some time on YouTube probably later on today or this weekend just having a look at people playing it, streaming it, and the like. Um, I'm sure Twitch will be full of it. Um, I just yeah. want... I want to see how it plays because I like um, Elder Scrolls. I, you know, I love Skyrim. I love Skyrim. Yeah. It. Love Fallout. What about you, Drew? I'm, oh, I'm I'm a huge fan are of. Are you going to get into? I, well, I've got the game. Uh, I'm, I've got a uh-huh. review copy of it or a press copy of it, and they gave us I think like sixty days free. I have yet to. Well, it takes it takes thirty days to download. That's that's why <laughs> it's, like 60 it's sixty gigs. <laughs> um, it's oh my god. So I haven't. I, that's the problem. Is that Ken was going to review it, <clears throat> and then he told yeah. me, hey, I really can't get into MMOs, and said, hey, do you want to do it? And I was like, I'll give it a shot. So um, yeah. he yeah. gave me his login information. Well, the problem is I can't log in as him because they're saying, oh, you're logging in from a, a different IP address. So we sent, you, <laughs> we sent you an email, and you need to type in this code to say that this is really you. Problem is, me and Ken yeah. can't coordinate the exact same time when I'm trying to log in, so he can send me the code that he gets in his email. So I have yet to be able to even download the stupid client for it. Shit. So he should have just put a rule on his email client and said anything from you know X in the site forward to Drew. Yeah, well, that's what he should have did. I, I, that, well, but. that's 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 what's going on right now. Hopefully, me and him can coordinate today so I can actually jump into this game or at least start downloading yeah. it. So that's, yeah, uh, I hope so. That'd be cool if you talk about it on uh, N4G tomorrow, because I'm really looking forward to some inside, you know, review. Okay, well, I, I will definitely, I, I will definitely do my best to try and but, get it today. Yeah, I, uh, I got one of the beta codes, and I didn't know it was, it ended on like Sunday night at midnight or something, uh-huh. and I left it. I think, I think the, um, I want to say the beta was was that big too, wasn't it? I think it was at least 40 gigs. Huge. So I can, it was huge. Yeah whatever it was. And so I went ahead and I downloaded it. You know, I said, you know, I left it on that night and then I got busy the next day. So I went Monday after work to go play with it. And the damn beta was over. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't know it had a 
timeline. I thought it was going to be until the release, but I screwed that up. So I, I'm just checking out Bethesda's website, and okay. they have, um, by the looks of it, they've stated that it's coming out in June on um, PS, uh, uh, PS4 and Xbox One. So, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> See, I like those worlds, and I, I think maybe if if the interface is good enough for a console for an MMO I think I would prefer the first person kind of MMO because it's like you know Skyrim yeah. it's you yeah. know you play first person there's no problems I mean essentially Skyrim is a single player MMO so yeah. I don't know if I'm I kind of want to get into one I want to feel kind of I, I've never been in an MMO like that, I want to feel like part of the community. Yeah. I want to have something that I can say. You know what? These games come out, but this is the one that I'm going to go. That I'm going to commit myself to paying a subscription for. And I'm just, I, I don't know whether Final Fantasy will be it. I don't want to jump on that wagon. And they don't fix the things yeah. that I kind of find awkward with it. So we'll we'll see. But you know what? Yeah, I'm the same. Start... Way. Um, Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say we all started talking about what we're actually here for. Um, yeah, <laughs> let's get this. Let's, let's get this wagon fucking rolling. Um, now you guys have heard of the Ooh, yeah, haven't you? Yeah, that uh, Android-based uh, piece of crap, right? Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> Amazon are bringing their own one out. The Fire. Get out of here. Yeah, I Is that know. inside information? I didn't hear this. <laughs> yeah, I think it was released on April the first. Um, so. This little box is, well, it's not just an Ouya, let's be fair. It, it's a kind of a cross between a Roku or an Apple TV and an Ouya or one of those ilk, you know, those things that you can plug into your USB and it's got a controller with it, and they essentially play Android games. Um, Amazon are bringing theirs out, in, well, bringing, they brought it out, they announced it and released it at the same time, only in the, the States, the uh, other areas have uh, yet to get it. What's interesting is that it's cheap, very cheap. Uh, how, how much yeah, is they it all, again? They all, all those things are pretty cheap. $40, yeah, but they are, I mean, if you look compared to the Apple TV, which is obviously what a yeah. lot of people are comparing it to, it's, it's a quite... Um, Are you sure? It's, oh, actually, no, no, it's not. It's ninety-nine dollars. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at the wrong bit. Um, so, yeah, it's ninety-nine or one hundred and thirty-nine if you buy the controller. Um, so, uh, you know what? That's that's on par um, uh, with with Apple because I believe that you know what's a Roku because I know what a Roku is, but what do they go for? Uh, you can get them for up to like seventy nine, eighty nine for the Roku HD, but I think you can get them as low as like thirty nine. Mm, okay, so it depends model. on what kind of I mean, model. Ah, oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, and the Chromecast the... is only thirty five bucks. I mean, yeah, the thing I don't, don't really keep, isn't it? The, the thing I don't get about these things is, I mean, all TVs come are smart TVs now. You can't buy a TV that doesn't have Netflix and all these other streaming devices in it. So, I mean, why would you even spend thirty five dollars just to get you know the Chromecast? I mean, I can understand playing. You know, Android games on a big screen, but I don't. I just never did understand all these devices. You know, what, what are they? What's the benefit? Well, I mean, all certainly the all a, TVs a have it. Yeah, I mean, there there are definitely a lot of devices out there that will do this job for you. And as you say, the, the yeah. TVs nowadays most of it's integrated. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you stick a, a lot of them even have wireless built in. I mean, the TV I've got has yeah. 
fun- functionality, but you've got to plug a cable in. But it, it it's I think this is a great way. TVs. <laughs> well, yes, I, mean, I guess. I mean, I but guess also, maybe some TVs that don't have HDMI. Yeah, I don't know. This is for Amazon customers. This is for Amazon Prime customers. I mean, it's they're yeah. pushing their own service. Amazon Prime, obviously, if you've got um, a Prime membership, you get their services. You know, it's a bit like Netflix, similar sort of catalog, but it's yeah. Amazon's own. Uh, they call it Love Film over here. It's slightly different, but this is Love what Film. <laughs> Love Film. Well, it was originally Love Film was their own company. They got bought by Amazon because Amazon wanted to bring the Amazon prime stuff over here so um sounds like it was skinamax <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's it's for those sort of people who want to watch their content i mean it's it's not for anybody who wants to watch netflix because you've most people have got a way to watch netflix it's yeah you know in their homes already uh, i think it's it's for those sort of people and I mean, people are like, oh, we're gaming. You're gonna, oh, they're gonna take on the next generation of content. No, they're not. It's a new year. When it comes to that, it's Android device, Android games. I mean, it's got some, it's got some meat under it. I mean, it's a quad core, two gig of RAM. So it's it's meaty, but it isn't next gen meaty. It's not gonna blow anybody out of the water. But this is for somebody who thinks, well, it would be cool to play some um, Android games on my tv but most yeah. uh, most people have got android phones yeah. and they're the best way to play those games it's the same problem that the uya has is that it's the except the uya hasn't got the backup of all of the you know amazon prime and stuff like that so it's kind of they're in a slightly better position i don't think this is going to set the world on fire um unlike um the name but I mean, I don't know. It's yeah. I think it's a little it's expensive a, because I mean, it, like Chromecast. If you have a Droid or Android phone, you could you know do like um, uh, you know screen screen share or whatever yeah, you call you it. I don't, I don't know what Androids yeah. call it. Like yeah, uh, like Apple Air. Play or Apple TV. What what do they yeah. call it? Um, AirPlay. 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 Yeah. So I mean, the Apple unit and the Chromecast unit. They give you that option because guaranteed you're probably going to have 80% of the world is going to have neither Droid or, or you know, uh, iOS. So I don't know. I think it's a little expensive. You know, well, just for it, it seems like it's in a market that it doesn't need to be in. But I guess they need, you know, they are Amazon aren't just a, an online retailer anymore. They are a dis- uh, yeah. company that distributes digitally, um, you know, music, uh, films, and now games. Yeah. I, I guess it, they need to have that presence, and I'm sure. Yeah, I think do. they should have. I think okay. I think they should have threw that controller in. I think they should have threw that controller in, trying rather than getting another thirty, forty bucks from people, because yeah. I, I, I think, you know. Well, I mean, I they got. I mean, we know they they recently bought Double Helix um, from Microsoft. Yeah. Um, is this for this? What are they going to do with? With this, it, it's got to be something to do with it. If them, if Amazon have made their own game studio or have bought one to call their own, then they've got to have plans for gaming. But they're only going to do it on this platform. I don't see Amazon coming to uh, an Xbox One anytime soon. No. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with that and what kind of games will come out of it. They're exclusive to that platform, but it's all going to be based on that Android stuff. And I don't know whether that's yeah. going to be uh, to the 
uh, to the people who listen to this kind of podcast sliking. So we'll, we'll see. Um, well, it, Amazon it's been gets a lot of money, so. <laughs> mm. so while we're talking about um, people moving from one place to another, um, we'll talk about Amy Hennig. Uh, a few weeks ago, we reported on her leaving Naughty Dog. She'd originally served as uh, a creative role in regards to directing and writing, uh, obviously more famously the Uncharted, um, at least the first two Uncharted games. Uh, she's moved over to Visceral, which is EA-owned, um, who are currently working on the upcoming Star Wars titles, nice. where she will be serving as creative director. I think this is great news. Um, yeah, you know, it seems you, like she got... was really into Star Wars as it was. Um, I think I read something on there that, you know, she loves the Star Wars universe, so seems well, like a great if, fit. Yes, yeah, me. If she's going to bring the same sort of quality that she brought to the Uncharted series to a Star Wars game, that gets me excited, you know, for once. Yeah. You know, it's it, it would be a great fit, and it would put some clout behind the Star Wars titles because, let's face it, they've kind of been lackluster. Um, I think this is a great move for her, and I think it's a brilliant move for EA and Visceral. Uh, just yeah. the mere fact that Visceral Games is doing a Star Wars game kind of blows my mind a little bit. You know, the, the past yeah. few series that Visceral has made were disturbing, grotesque kind of... <laughs> Dead Space and well, yeah, Dante's Space, Inferno. Dante's Inferno, yeah, yeah. yeah the, last, the last, I guess, they made The Godfather 2, um, which I guess wouldn't yeah. be as, as kind of disturbing as the other games. But, yeah, I, it just it, it comes off a little strange. But you know what? Visceral Games, I think, make some pretty good games. And, um, yeah, I like the Dead the Dead. Uh... Dead Space series? Uh, yeah, the Dead Space series. Yeah, yeah sorry. I liked. Uh, I really liked Dante's Inferno. I know a lot of people hated it, but oh, they I did didn't that. mind I it. Yeah, I liked Dante's Inferno. Oh, yeah, so. was... I, I I thought that was quite a good game. It was a God of War clone, regardless of what people said, but it was a good God of War clone. So you know, you can't yeah, take that away like from it. Um, it, it's going to be interesting of kind of which direction of. This style, what direction the Star Wars game is going to go into? Um, and by the sounds of it, it's probably going to be an action adventure game. Um, I, I can't imagine that she'd have been brought on to do a first-person shooter. And obviously, we know Dice are working on the Battlefront series, so that's going to be kind of left to them. So this yeah. is quite cool. Could could we see something work in that with that kind of uncharted feel? Not exactly. A clone but you know the third person adventure game you know a lot of good gunplay and uh, hopefully really good writing i think that's that's good i mean do do we have a kind of date is it meant to sort of sit alongside the next movie that comes out next year it may it may very well be i hope they don't rush it and make it a you know yeah that's the biggest problem <laughs> a movie tie and then that's a fair isn't it yeah you i mean but i think it's i don't know whether it's meant to be separate i mean disney chose EA for a reason and they'll have probably had some um, publishers courting the idea of the Star Wars franchise being given to them and I'd like to think that EA did a good job of winning Disney over and for maybe there's a good reason for that maybe they've got some great ideas I mean that what was it um, 
15, 15, was it 15, 15? Uh, 13, 13. Is that the name of that can? 13, 13, thank you. Yeah. Um, that looked quite action and adventure. It looked really good before that got canned. So, um, although that obviously was LucasArts, but I, it would be nice to see the Star Wars franchise game-wise to, to kind of come back to, um, uh, you know, high quality standard. You know, it's, it's been yeah, like, what, I can't, Sorry, go I was going to say, I, li- I like the uh, Force Unleashed series. I'm not, I'm not really not a Star Wars fan. So, <laughs> I was about to you know. say that. I thought they were okay. Um, two was way okay. too short. But, um, yeah. I, it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, what sort of Force powers will be in. Will it be a third-person cover base shooter? Will it... Well, we don't know. We sh- time will tell. But it's a good yeah, move for her. I think, her. I think a, very, a, a very good move for, for, for EA. Um, she's a big name and she's a respected name, so... I didn't think she was going to be in the unemployment line too long. No. No, no, not, no, no way, absolutely. Um, so, you guys have played the Metro games? I have played Metro 2033. Uh, played it for Phoenix Down, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I played, I played, I didn't finish it, but um, I did play 2033. Yeah, not last so, night, though. We're going to get a chance to play them all over again um, in a theme that seems quite common. We spoke about The Last of Us last week, uh, getting a, uh, a I HD remake. Remaster. It's an HD remaster. An HD um, remake. Eight, uh, a super HD. edition. <laughs> That's it. Um, it's called Metro Redux, and it's going to include the uh, original... Uh, 2033 and Last Light are uh, going to be released for Xbox One and PS4. Wow, um, wow. Yeah, we, we're looking at, um, let's see if I can find a date, um, July. Apparently wow. this was leaked by, um, I think, an Italian website, and then uh, Deep Silver came out and confirmed it. Uh, but it's uh, it's basically, let's have a look, it's, it's going to be... Um, I think probably on par with a high-end PC version of those two games. Apparently, I mean, I don't, I never had a high-end PC, but apparently looked rather pretty if you played those games on that. Yeah, those games um, look absolutely beautiful. Now, I may not be a fan yeah, of Metro 2033. I didn't like it when I played uh, for Phoenix Down. Um, I have not played Last Light. I don't know. I, I mean, it may be great. Me, personally, I didn't like 2033, but I will say one thing. It looked amazing. Yeah. So we we can expect that, but is this is this something we want to keep seeing? Depends on the game. For me, you know, I mean, if yeah. if I if I could get a definitive edition of I don't know, maybe the Mass Effect trilogy, maybe Dragon Age. Because they talked about oh, that yeah. as well, didn't they? The Mass Effect trilogy yeah. being not that they were going to do it, but I think um, someone interviewed somebody at um, Bioware and they said they would be into doing it but does i I mean i guess this early on in the the consoles generation i think it's good because it kind of fills those spaces where games aren't out yet it's always a little bit sparse i think tomb raider had the ideal position where it was released uh, to kind of see people over for a little bit but if this 
keeps continuing and you've got other games coming out isn't that a bit of a waste of time it depends on how difficult it is to port i mean you know it, it all really depends on the on the uh, the developer themselves you know if it's a small yeah. team it may take a long time to do and a lot of money to do or if it's like a huge team you know like ea or activision or somebody mm. like that they could probably do that for pennies you know i mean they could just yeah, they could just throw sure. a bunch of people on it and say yeah just just you know make it prettier and and throw in all the dlc and there you go i mean it's i guess you know that's it um i guess with something like metro and and with tomb raider as well metro they were pc games and we all know that the two new generation uh two new consoles generation are built upon on a pc architecture so i guess porting them over wouldn't be too big a job for too many people yeah. and with the last of us if that is true we still haven't had confirmation but with with the last of us there's a very very good chance that they naughty dog were developing it almost side by side anyway because obviously they'll want to get their hands on the equipment and what better way to test it for uncharted 4 than to build your current game on it as well so um maybe it'll be limited in what we see come over maybe it is going to be those sort of things with pc ports easily that uh, that can easily be brought over things like grand theft auto 5 has been rumored um, again, that's meant to come on PC as well, so that shouldn't be too far from um, doable. I just worry about the point of it when you've got more new or new IPs and, and games built for the generation coming out. Will it get a little bit too silly? Uh, I think it has potential to uh, for for people who aren't necessarily collectors, you know, like so. It's basically, I love these games, and I've already got the new consoles. Well, what I can do is just basically keep bringing my library with me to the next consoles. That way I can get rid of the old ones, you know, kind of deal. I mean, it's, it, and pay the developer yeah. twice. Well, I mean, it's not just that. I mean, if you love your games, I mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now. If, if, if From Software were to come out and say, we're making a Dark Souls 1 and Dark Souls 2 pack for the PlayStation 4, I'd jump on that in a heartbeat. Hell yeah, me too. So I mean, it's, you know, it's, it it depends on the game, like I said, and it, I think it it's usually going to be high quality stuff. Usually trilogies, things like that that they're going to throw in. I could see an Uncharted trilogy coming to the PS4 uh, or something like that. I wouldn't, you know, no, no think, name games, you know, or small that, that weren't mm. big. I wouldn't see Alone in the Dark come to friggin', you know. Yeah, but, but if you think. If you think about it, I mean, that's what they did in the PS3 generation. I mean, all those PS2 classics, you know, the, the collections that they yeah. did, you know, and they what they paid, they charged them, what, $29 or something? Yeah, that's usually a reduced And those price. are all PS2 classics. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think we're going to see more of this. I'm, I'm fine with it. I mean, well, you don't have to buy it. I am. No, well, admittedly, yeah, yes, as you vote with your wallet. But, I mean, isn't well, wouldn't this step a little bit on... Sony's toes when it comes to um, PlayStation Now service, wouldn't that be the better way of doing it? Because they're saying that in some instances they'd be able to sort of up-res the the, uh, the graphics and stuff when doing it through this system. So wouldn't that be a better option for people to go and backtrack their well, library? I think that's one of the good things about Sony and Sony actually. You know, they've they've came out and tried to say this to people. They want to give people options. 
If you want to download the game day one, you can download it. You want to go buy it from a store, you can go buy it from a store. You know, and they're just throwing in more options with PlayStation now. You guys want to stream the rest of this stuff? Go right ahead. If not, you want to buy the Uncharted trilogy for the PS4? There it is. You know, I mean, it's either way, Sony's making money off of it. You know, so it's 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 all just you know money in the bank for those guys. Yeah, I guess you're right there. I just I just worry about it. You know the the saturation and and but you're right. You're right. It's to do with the game, the fans of the game. I mean, I won't buy a Metro uh, PS4 you know version of that game because I you know that kind of game doesn't seem to interest me. But I can understand people would be interested so um those that want it will buy it and I say if it's relatively inexpensive it's say cost them 30 or 40 grand to port it over that's not going to be too much and they'll easily make that money back even if only a small amount of people bought it so i guess um phil spencer we all know who he is he's now got a oh, yeah. new job um He's a man who likes to wear t- <laughs> Yeah, well, he's a man who likes to wear shirt jackets over t-shirts. Um, he's got a new job. He is essentially in Don Matrix's old position, um, although it has changed slightly. He has been moved up because originally he was the head of Microsoft Studios, which basically, you know, gave us games such as, you know, uh, you know, fact, he oversaw all of the first-party title stuff. Um, now. He is head of Xbox, um, and that's now including the uh, device, I believe, devices division, um, Xbox Live, um, along with Microsoft Studios, and Xbox Music and video services. So the guy is Mr. Xbox, let's face it. Oh, yeah. um, it's, it's a pretty impressive role. Um, I've got to think that he'll probably take it uh, with both hands and, and run with it. He's got a lot of work. I'm sure he knows he's got a lot of work to do. You know, Matrick really fucking run that brand into the ground before he left. Um, not that you know, there's a bad brand, but... Um, and I kind of like Phil Spencer. Correct me if I... Um, I did he work for Sony at one time? No, that's Phil, Phil Harrison. Harrison. There we go. I'm getting mixed up here. I was thinking, wow, this guy went from the top of PlayStation to the top of Xbox in the span of like three years. No, <laughs> um, Phil Harrison, though, he's a tall, a thin, oldish guy. Phil Spencer. Um, uh, if you watched, he had the one that had the um, oh, Undead Labs t-shirt on at the Xbox One unveiling. He had, um, but he, he's, he's, he's quite a young guy. He... He always seems upbeat, um, regardless of the sort of situation that he's talking uh, in. Uh, I think he's good on the stage. Um, he seems like a little cheeky chappy. Uh, I think he'll be a good face for that brand. Yeah. And I think that actually bundling them all, it might, it might be a bit of a, um, uh, it might be a, a lot to chew on, uh, having all of those teams now directly under him. But I think having them under one person actually means they're all working towards the same vision and I think that's a yeah. good thing you know yeah, in my opinion I think this I think this is the best thing that Microsoft has ever said I mean I think he's a perfect fit for that and actually it made me more excited for the Microsoft for the Xbox brand I mean because he's, he's uh, good at, he's good at promoting the, the himself and, and I think he likes, he, 
Yeah, oh, without a doubt. And he's uh, he, he reminds me of young Jack Tretton. I can imagine him yes. in 15, 20 years' time being still there, being how Jack Tretton was seen yeah. Um, yeah. with Sony. Uh, because he kind of lives and breathes that brand. And yeah, and I think he's a good presenter, too. Mm. Uh, I like, I as like I say, it's, it, I think it's a good, definitely a good choice. Um, he'll Absolutely. be stoked to bits. It's a lot, of, as I say, he's got a lot of work ahead. Um, but I think you'll hear good things at E3, and I think he'll be there. He'll be at centre stage. I don't oh, think yeah. he'll stop doing that. I, I think he'll want to be that figurehead that people go think. You know, think Xbox on the stage. You think Phil Spencer, um, and I think he'll be in that role for a, a, a many, many years, unless he completely fucks it up, which I don't think he will. Nah, he's a damn sight better than Don Matrix. I hated that. The guy is a suit. Yeah, they, they, that dude of... was just a complete CEO bullshit. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah, that, I, I didn't like that guy at all. Yeah, and he and the, the way that he handled everything from last year was completely unprofessional. And although I know Jack Tretton is a suit, but he's not a tie man, is he? He doesn't. He comes on. He strolls no. onto the Sony stage, and he he wears that suit like like he was born in it, and it's. Um, and I think that's how I see Phil Spencer as a younger Jack Tren. And yeah, it's, it's what that brand needs. Um, I think he will get everyone excited at E3. I think the team will be invigorated underneath him. And I think with him, as I say, steering this whole Xbox shit in one way, making sure that all of the divisions are working together, uh, towards the same goal is 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 ideal is what they want. They're not going to lose this generation. I don't think there are going to be losers this generation. No. I think both Xbox. I think there is a room in this world for both the Xbox and the PS4. Um, I just think he's going to because of the slow start they have. I think by introducing him, in, it's going to help them keep up more quickly um, yeah. and make it sure a that of energy. Yeah. Mm, yeah. For, yeah, and I wish him the best of luck. He's he he's a nice guy, and um, and his choice of t-shirts and dress attire is a little interesting. So <laughs> cool to see if that changes with the job role. Do we know what uh, is Xbox bringing anything to uh, PAX next week? Do y'all know? No, they're not there, are they? I don't know. Wasn't there? It was there was a, a massive walkout essentially. Um, I heard Sony and Nintendo weren't going to be there. No, and um, I think are... Microsoft aren't either. I mean, Let's PAX isn't really the big place to do that stuff. I think they're trying to keep everything close to their chest, mainly because yeah. E3's around the corner. Everybody's going to be watching E3 this year. Oh yeah, yeah, let's just hold all our stuff. You know, we've only got two more months, then we'll release that stuff. Right, you right. Know? Yeah. And they don't—they don't, they don't um, want to, to shoot the load too quickly. Um, we are in the first year of the the generation cycle and there isn't a lot to go around they'll want to as you say save it for e3 so uh, yeah it i don't think they're going to be there i'm looking at the schedule it doesn't look like there's anything on there i mean there is a lot on there but um yeah i can't see anything xboxy yeah i just hope i just hope they're going to be at gamescom yeah that's That's in your neck of the woods huh that's i'm going i'm going this year when is that uh, it is um, August, uh, second week of August, so I think it's about the 13th. Um, the um, uh, press schedule, all the press stuff gets out, goes out this month, so I've um, got my tickets booked, got hotel booked, 
um i'm looking forward to that and xbox always well generally has a presence at gamescom uh because obviously europe's a big market for it and it is europe's version of e3 so um and that'll be my first co- um, games conference so i'm really really excited i'm uh i'm looking forward to that for sure um finally we, we kind of have to talk about this sort of stuff because it's getting ridiculous um this week saw the first of april and what happens the first of april is that um a load of publications, uh, and more normally publications anyway, come out and create just completely bizarre stories, thinking that someone will actually get caught out. Um, so we had um, a story run. I don't know who run it. I think it was IGN, but they said that Optimus Prime was going to be a downloadable skin for Titanfall. And one of my friends went to me oh my god oh my god and i said do you know what day it is and he said what i said it's april first said yeah but it can't but it's got to be real because ogn did it fucking grow up um (laughs) but i got the dlc it looks great yeah um (laughs) (laughs) it's it's looking like it isn't just publications that are getting in on the act nowadays um we're seeing more companies try and pull the wool over their eyes one of the best pranks that i saw was nokia they had announced that they were revamping the 3310 which was a classic phone from 15 years ago um into a windows phone and they brought up posters and all sorts and it looked really very clever but it was clearly a april's fool joke the biggest issue that we found was dice those guys in sweden oh they must have been cold that day um they went and stoked the wii u crowd um by setting out a series of tweets saying that they had finally got the um dice is it dice is it the uh Frostbite is a three. Yeah, the Frostbite three engine. Is number three. They finally got the Frostbite three engine running on the Wii U, uh, and it looks amazing because the Wii U is the console this generation. Um, Yeah, um, I'm going to have to try and find the other tweets because they 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 tweeted about three of them, um, and it absolutely enraged the the Wii U loving public. Um, to the point where uh, one of the uh, EA CEO, Peter Moore, had to publicly apologise and basically said, yeah, they were stupid remarks. We never should have said them. We're incredibly sorry. We don't want to um, uh, make light of our um, publishing relationship we have with the Nintendo um, yeah. What publishing relationship that you have with Nintendo? Oh, here we go. So, um, so we got yeah. Frostbite now runs on Wii U since it's the most powerful Gen 4 platform. Our render our renderer is now optimized for Mario and Zelda. Then they tweeted, "Frostbite will power Half-Life 3 coming out 2014." Wii oh my U <laughs> And then they said, "Good news, our account." Uh, good news, we have finally fixed and optimized our netcode uses quantum entanglement for zero latency connections exclusively on Wii U. And then Peter Moore apologized, saying, I apologize to partners at Nintendo America and 
um, and fans at Frostbite Engine at Fan Frostbite Engines poor attempt to April Fools not condoned by EA unacceptable and stupid. Somebody got in trouble um, for that. Someone, someone probably got fired for that because the people that run, I mean, most accounts anyway, people who run Twitter accounts for these kind of companies are low down the scale. They're not the developers. They're people who are just run, hired to run the social media part. Um, in some cases, actual third parties run them for them. Someone got fired over that. It's as simple as. I mean, I don't see the problem in one respect because EA does fuck all for Nintendo. They really don't. But no. Nintendo can't be um, EA can't be seen to be doing fuck all. They can't be seen to be making fun of the Wii U just because they don't support them. Yeah. And that's where Peter Moore had to come out. And it is getting indicative of the way this is now. Is that I, I did not look at any tech news on Monday, um, sorry, Tuesday, because you know you were going to filter through, I'll have to filter through all of the, the April Fool shit. I was thinking, well, if it's if it sticks to the wall by the second, we know it's good. Um, yeah. It's getting stupid now. It really is. I mean, There's... I can see the old joke, the Transformer thing's quite funny, um, and there were a few good ones out there. But the, it seems every year, every company and every publication, especially in the gaming world, has to bring out something that isn't real. And it makes yeah. journalism pointless on the 1st of April. Does uh, EA still make 3DS games? I'm pretty sure or they do. I they guess. Do. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah, it's just still got a yeah. yeah, somebody really must have gotten in trouble for I'm that. I'm sure they did. It was... For Peter Moore to come out and actually apologise, yeah. 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 If someone made a mistake. And yeah. okay. as I say, it's all about one-upmanship. Oh, look at how funny someone's April Fool joke is. We can do better than that. Brilliant. Well yeah. done. Brilliant. It's all funny games. And <laughs> it's all funny games until someone gets their bollocks blown off. Um, <laughs> it's... It just... I really don't see the point of it anymore. I really don't. I mean, I'm, it's... It was a little it's childish. Seems... They didn't think about it first. It, you know, it's... It... Well, it's all... All of it is childish. I mean, as I say, I can appreciate a good April Fool's, but I would forsake a good April Fool's if I could get rid of all of them, because 99% of them are just shit to... It's click hits. That's what it is. It's like, my God, is that a true story? Click. No, you read into it, it's not. But they've got your click yeah. hit at that point. And that's what it's all about, coming up with the most ab absurd story to try and get people to hit your site and then go, oh, uh -huh, it's an April f Oh, fuck off. Just don't. <laughs> well, that one made me laugh, though. I, I don't know. I, I, I can see why EA had to apologise. Um yeah. It's it's kind of you, you look at them and you think clearly it is an April Fool. Someone's having a bit of a laugh, but it is totally at the Wii U's expense. And I should imagine someone from Nintendo America was on the phone pretty sharpish. Well, it's like I put in my tweet. <laughs> I, I was like, there EA and Battlefield are making fun of Nintendo and the Wii U. I was like, that's kind of ironic because EA and Battlefield are kind of a joke in of themselves. 
you need to uh, perhaps you need to fix your game before you make fun of anybody else. Yeah, people there in the glass houses, you know what I mean? So, I mean, did you two see any good April Fool's jokes that tickled your fancy? I didn't. No. That, that day now is just me going, ugh, about the entire internet. I yeah. just can't it's, stand I mean, you, it anymore. That's what you want to avoid. Avoid the internet on April's yeah. first now. It's... I had better. I think I turned my alert messages off yeah. on my phone because we were getting so many that day. <laughs> I, I, I found better April Fool's jokes just between my friends and I than than anything, and it, it was stuff that was obviously fake. But people put their people put a little bit of thought behind them. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I know mm. a lot of these websites and stuff put a lot of thought behind theirs, but I just I don't know. I, it, it's it's something that you just come to expect to be like. Here we go again. You know. Yeah. And I mean, I I I do appreciate a good joke, but it is generally the ones between you and your friends that kind of stand out. Uh, back, I mean, it's all to do with the internet and how easy it is to fool somebody to to connect to other people now. Um, one of the greatest April Fools um, tricks that England ever saw was um, back in the eighties. Um, there's a show. Uh, still runs now, um, made by the BBC called Panorama, and it's a very, very, very serious show. Um, when it's on, it tackles serious issues from politics to, to world affairs, sciences, stuff like that. It's really deep stuff. And one April Fool's, back in the 80s, they aired a program about the um, production, also the growing of spaghetti on the spaghetti spaghetti trees and they and it was all done in a complete and this was a half an hour show taken you know on the uk's biggest television station you know the most respected and it pulled the wool over everybody because no one thought a it would be april why would somebody why would panorama a tv show that's um you know, held up so high as being, um, you know, the, the forefront of uh, cultural and world news. Fool some, you know, the the public, that, and telling us that spaghetti grew on trees, and it was brilliant. It was incredibly well thought out because you, it's not what you expect. You would never have expected that. If Panorama put it on their show, what they're telling has got to be the truth. And that's, I mean, it, the age has changed, or the times have changed so much, because now anybody with an internet connection can share, and that, you know, you can't trust anybody anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's a shame, because I, you know, I can remember vaguely, I was very young at the time, but I can remember how funny it was, and, and how everyone was just taken aback that they'd been duped, and... That to me will always be the greatest April Fool's joke ever played on anybody, and you just don't see that anymore because no one's going to put the time and effort into doing something like that on a, a joke that anyone can do on the internet now. So there you go. Well, we'll see next um, year. Maybe Nintendo might have one up in their sleeve for dice. <laughs> Payback's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, you, you never know. Um, so. I completely forgot to put the tweets out, so that's my oh, fault. Yeah. So we're not going to have any tweets. I will just quickly put a tweet out. Um, 
uh, in the meantime, we'll have a little look to see if we've got any um, uh, we've got any reviews. I don't know if you want to check. I did desperately ask last week. Uh, let me just put these I'll out. Bring up iTunes and check it. I think you have to have a certain amount before they even start showing up. I could be wrong, though. Oh, well, we'll see. Um, it's my fault. I keep forgetting, because I do this straight from work. I keep forgetting to bloody put out the tweet. Um, of course, we have got our own things to talk about. So uh, you can, of course, listen to both uh, me and Drew, along with Ken, Justin, Brian, and uh, Infamous Gambus on the N4G uh, radio podcast. And that's... Uh, That'll be out on Monday. And, of course, you've got your own show to talk about as well, Ken. Okay. How dare you <laughs> insult me in that way? Sorry. No. I do apologize. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Phoenix Down. It goes live every Friday. Um, we usually try to do an episode every Friday. Um, we're Right now we're playing through Dino Crisis. Going to finish that up this week so you can listen to that final episode. And uh, I'll go ahead and announce it right now. We've officially decided on which game we're going to play next. And that's going to be Dragon Age Origins. Oh, oh. So, I thought you were about to say Demon Souls, and I did say to you that if you did, I'd do it. I'm so glad you didn't. No, we're not. We're not doing Demon Souls yet. That will be one game that we're going to do. We've already done Dark Souls. We it's it's too soon since Dark Souls to do that again. Yeah, that's way too soon. So yeah. I I saw that both Dragon Age and Dragon Age Two are currently on sale on PSN. Okay. Um. I've never played either of them. You were missing uh, out. I, I guess the first one is the one that everyone seems to high in, uh, hold in high esteem. Well, here's how it works. Dragon Age Origins has, for me personally, has one of the best stories I've seen in in the last gen. It's it, I prefer it over Mass Effect. It's well told. Um, it's It's not as cinematic as Mass Effect is as far as mm. like when you're talking to people you get you you basically look at a dialogue box and you choose from like one to five different things to say uh, and your character is kind of like a silent protagonist he doesn't have voice act or anything like that but you're still choosing what to say to somebody mm. uh, Dragon Age 1 is uh, it's it's more of like a traditional style um, role playing game uh, it plays a lot like KOTOR did uh, where you actually pause time, choose what you want to do, and then see it act out. But you can also play it kind of like an action game. Dragon Age 2, on the other hand, uh, it wasn't as good of a story. Uh, it was it, it it didn't it didn't take place on this grand scale. It all just happened in this one city over the span of like 10 or 15 years. Uh, but Dragon Age 2, what it had up its sleeve was some of the best combat I've seen in a role-playing game of this type. Uh, I still think that title goes to Kingdoms of Amalur, but that's for another story. Mm. Um, uh, but it, the, the combat was phenomenal in that game. I loved it. Uh, and so what, what was that more hack and slash style? It or? wasn't really hack and slash. It was still RPG, but you felt because you couldn't you couldn't pause it this time around or in that game, could you? You can pause it still, yes, and you can still dictate to your party members what you want them to do, and then when you unpause, they just kind of just do it. And then, but but at the t at the same time, you're still kind of slashing it away at a guy and stuff, and you activate special powers. It's kind of like a action MMO is kind of how it plays. Um, See, I I, I kind of I, I like the idea of 
and the Dragon Age, but I don't like the idea of pausing and queuing stuff up and having to, you know, your team having to do your team. I don't like having to deal with other people doing that, you know, having to deal with their, their shit, essentially. Right. Yeah, I would want them to do their own thing that's best for the whole team. I don't want to have to be babysitting them when I'm trying to do shit. And I, I don't know, I you just can, feel like that would break the action. You can actually queue up stuff. You can, like, you in the menus, you can say, all right, when you get to this certain amount of health, use a health potion. When you see an enemy that's grouped with two other enemies, use an area of attack, you know, kind of thing. And so it's it, it, you can dictate what you want them to do in certain types of situations, so that way you don't always have to tell them what to do. Uh, they, they they did that in both games. But if you really want to play this as let the AI do what they do, I'm going to use my character and just attack dudes, just play it on easy, man. If you play it on easy, it, you still get somewhat of a challenge, but you don't have to worry about the micromanaging. And that's the same with both games, you know, Dragon Age 1 and 2. Seriously? Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say this. John, play Dragon Age Origins at least. It's one of the best. Okay, it's one I of the best games of last gen for me, and it's one of the best. Ga- if you ask a lot of gamers out there that's played it, they'll say that's one of the best games of last gen. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. I agree. I, I've just added it to my basket. Very well. How much is it? It's. It's. Um, it's uh, oh, hello. No, no, I don't want that. That's too bad. Um, it's they're both just short of five pounds each. Okay. Um, and so now, Dragon Age Origins and Dragon Age. It's two for under ten pounds. Is it is it oh, wow. is it Dragon Age Origins Ultimate Edition? No, it's a standard. I have to buy Awakening on its own. It's a separate thing. The Ultimate What's Edition. Are you getting on PC? Are you looking on PC? No, I'm looking on Sony um, PlayStation. Oh, okay. Um, I can't. I haven't got. I haven't got a PC that'll run that. But uh, the oh. they released this thing called the Ultimate Edition uh, for Dragon Age Origins. It's actually what I own. Um, it, uh, it comes with every single piece of DLC, including the expansion, which is Awakening. Uh, and there's a lot of DLC. Oh, yeah. In Awakening itself, <laughs> there's probably at least 15 hours. Um, but the DLC alone, you get a new party member. You get multiple uh, like just special missions and stuff that you can do that last, God, easily 10 hours. What's that, The Awakening? No, no, Awakening is a oh. separate expansion that takes place after the events of Dragon Age Origins. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, I can't, I can't get, I can't get the Ultimate Edition. If I want it this cheap, I've got to buy just the standard. That's fine, then. I mean, still, Dragon Age Origins is fantastic. Do you think I should Emblem. do that? Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm proceeding to check out on your recommendation. Okay. Confirm purchase. It's done. All right. Pull the trigger. <laughs> Pull the trigger on Dragon it. Age. Dragon Age Two. I don't know. I I kind of I like I like I like the see I like RPGs. Uh, Kingdoms of Amalur. You know, you, we 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 uh, you just spoke about that. Um, yeah, excellent game. I, I thought that was brilliant, but I don't like a lot of the weight that goes with it. I don't like a lot of the micromanagement, having to make sure you've got the right. Um, shield and the right shoulder plates and i like i like the idea of leveling up i love the thing when you level up on a character and you've got a skill point you can assign and you can map your your character how you want to so you can put more in one thing because that's your play style i just don't like all of the shit that often goes with it and that's why i was always been a little bit wary of going into dragon age because obviously it's bioware yeah um 
I enjoyed Mass Effect, of course, but I'm just always a little bit. I suppose for a tenner, if I don't like them, what the fuck have I lost? Not a lot. You, I mean, you're going to have a little bit of the whole inventory management stuff and, and, and putting on better equipment and stuff like that in Dragon Age, but... I don't mind that so much. It is a lot of the stuff you have... Because, I mean, if you look at things like Dark Souls, um, one of the reasons why I think I've struggled with that is because of all of the different attributes you've got to look at and take care over and monitor... It's that sort of micromanagement that I don't like. I don't mind swapping out, oh, I've got a better sword. As long as it tells you, uh, you know, most games do, I guess, where you're looking at an inventory item and it'll tell you how better or worse it is than the one you've currently got. That's nice and easy. So if it's green, then I know it's going to be good. And I don't mind that stuff. That's that's fine. That's quite cool, looking at your inventory, seeing what, what loot you got, what what better sword or whatever you've got. That's excellent. I just don't like the, um, you know, if you have to monitor all of that stuff like strength and agility and stuff. Um, I kind of prefer <coughs> RPGs that kind of level you up. You know, I do like the skill point stuff where the, your character levels up, so all of his base skills right. go up, but then you can then guide him or her to the uh, area that you want to ex- like uh, I might prefer dual weed- wielding swords as opposed to a sword and shield and that's where I want to focus my attention to and I kind of like those ones okay well I mean this you're going to get a little more at RPG and Dragon Age than 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 you know than something that's more actiony um, but if you if you sit down and, and and take your time with a game I think you'll really enjoy it. it's got a fantastic story that world itself is so well thought out I, I, that's that's the thing I love about it. It's one of my favorite fantasy worlds that I've ever read or experienced. Cool. Well, I'll, I'll, I'm certainly going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. As I say, if I don't like them, I've lost ten quid. What do you do? You know, <laughs> no, I ship that out on a quid. you know on a night. So, um, cool. Um, I'll give that a shot. So, um, yeah, because of my ineptitude at tweeting, we don't have any. Bless him. Ken has tried to get it out, but I don't think we get any tweets in. Um, please, you can tweet us during the week. It's at ZTGD Newsburst. Um, if you want to sort of comment on any of the stories, put your two pennies in uh, during the week. Just just tweet us. We, we don't care. We'll read them out on the show. You can follow me personally at John WUK. You can follow Drew at DML Fury. Uh, what's yours? Because I can rem- never remember, Bram, how many yeah. I- ones you have in it. How many, how many Ys? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you can I, follow me um, on... ones. Oh, ones. Ones. You can ones follow me on Twitter. I'm at, uh, I'm at Dirty D1. R T Y Y Y Y, so that's four Y's. <laughs> so you don't make I know it's a little convoluted. No, I don't. I don't. But you can also catch me on uh, Gamer Chat Radio podcast, and we're on iTunes and Stitcher, and you can check out our website at gamerchatradio.com. And uh, next week we're going to be broadcasting live from Pax East. Pax East. Very cool. So, wow, very uh, cool. Check that out. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, we also got a beta invite to PlayStation Now, so we'll be dis- discussing that on some future episodes nice. as well. Well, that, that so. would be interesting because that's going to be pretty cool. I think a lot of people are, are kind of wanting to know what what that's all about, what kind of service they can expect. So, um, yeah, yeah. Great. Uh, you can, of course, also follow Drew's uh, Phoenix Down at ZTGD Phoenix Down. And, of course... 
as usual, the main show, which is at N4G Podcast. Um, we have. I can't think of anything else. Have we got anything else to yes, say? Yes, actually. Um, I don't know if we've ever read any iTunes reviews on News Burst, but we actually have two. Oh, that, well, I don't see them because I because there must be it's, American. It's the US only one, see yeah. yeah, I I only see only the, read the good ones. ones. <laughs> that, yeah. Only read the well, good well, ones. We, we read any, to be fair. We don't care. We'll take what we can get. Well, go for it. Well, Drake. Ace Dogger. Uh, hey, I know that's I gonna know be. Uh, gave us a five star review saying the Citizen Kane of news podcasts. <laughs> I think that's a slight hyperbole. Um, but, I don't think it would be the Citizen Kane of News Podcast, but thank you very much. Uh, it says, uh, first <laughs> off, there is a British man that brings in air of uh, civility and and class <laughs> to us. Their Yankee... Seriously? Who's that fucker? Because it ain't me. To, uh, to, uh, to their Yankee audience. Secondly, uh, it is really fun and relatively easy to digest, since it usually runs under an hour. Give these guys a listen. They deserve it. So oh, thank you, H. Dogger, for that. And uh, the the other one we got um, is from somebody who actually reviewed uh, Phoenix Down. Uh, It's the name of the person is I hate picking stupid names. Uh, (laughs) It's a five star. (laughs) It's a five star review. It says I love it. It Says love you guys. Only place I get my video game news from. John Whitehouse is the man. Sweet. Nice props. Clearly, clearly we have. Mad people listen to the show, but that's fine. At least, at least we have people listen to the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, not classy, not in one little bit. Um, so we are, of course, going to be back next week. Uh, we will happily uh, get uh, dirty back on at some point as well. Uh, don't ask me about where Justin is because I have fucking no idea. The bastard won't even reply to my texts anymore. Um, wow. Yeah. So uh, again, hopefully we'll be back next week. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll uh, catch you all on the flip side. Take care. See ya.
Yeah. 